Welcome to episode 119 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Tuesday's episode, people, but it is Friday, uh, Friday, the 26th of June, 2000, 2020. And um, uh, we're feeling rather chipper today, people. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, everything has been, uh, everything's going all right at the minute. Um, you know, apart from the swathes of death that are happening in the world. Although even that seems to be, uh, being lifted a little bit. Um, the government are controlling us, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I need to stay off fucking YouTube and Facebook, man. I tell you, I've got conspiracy theories going through my head and everything. It's just what they want, Ben. This is what they want. They want to passive workforce to stay at home and never go out um i don't know i don't know what your feelings about it are people but um i'm getting you know it's dragging on a bit isn't it i know i know it's a global pandemic and people are people have been dying and stuff but you know it's down to about 100 people a day now surely uh surely that's uh uh enough to lift some of the restrictions although some of the restrictions in here in the UK, England, Scotland, Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, and uh, <laughs> Wales, the old uh, Southern Irish wouldn't like that one. Um, uh, yeah, some of the restrictions being lifted a little bit. Uh, we can now play bingo. Uh, they're opening the bingo halls, so somebody can stand in front of a fucking audience of old people calling out numbers. Um, but we still cannot uh, make people laugh. Um, people are saying about this um, a lot within my... Uh, is it my community anymore? Who knows? Who knows, people? Uh, do we have a comedy community? Uh, I don't know. People are trying to set up associations and putting rules in place for behavioural issues in amongst the uh, comedy community. Um, it just seems like, uh, uh, people are just trying to fucking put another gate in the way of, uh, people are trying to control shit. I quite like the comedy circuit by the fact it's like fucking a bunch of cats fucking, you know, just going, you know, you, you get a gig, you fucking go to the fucking gig, you do the gig, you fuck off home, you get your own gigs, or if you've got an agent, they get gigs for you and stuff like that, um. There's a certain amount of meritocracy to it, a certain amount of tokenism to it as well, uh, the comedy community. But, um, you know, it seems to all level itself out a little bit, doesn't it? Um, but uh, now, um, uh, you know, we still can't gig at the moment because uh, people are freaked out. Woo! Uh, freaked out about going out or sitting in uh, uh, audiences. Um but apparently it's the laughter uh, that could be one of the major spreaders uh, of of this because people, like, are exhaling when they laugh and fucking close-knit. Who, whoever said laughter is the best medicine uh, clearly didn't uh, clearly didn't see this pandemic coming. Um, it's a bit of a weird saying anyway, isn't it? Laughter. Surely medicine is the best medicine, isn't it? You know, you're not going to go in... Uh, I've never been round to a fucking cancer ward and gone, yeah, 
Switch that shit off. You don't need that chemo stuff. I have some fucking killer material here. You will be up and about and sprouting hair within fucking 10 minutes. Um, yeah, it's all a bit of a uh, fucking, you know. That's why, uh, after a while, I watched that film the other day, Patch Adams. This is probably where this comes from. Uh, the Doctor, Robin Williams, bless him, um, plays that Doctor Patch Adams who goes around, hey, man, but, you know, we have to treat people like people and make them laugh and shit. It'd get them, uh, fucking hell, that's the worst thing you want, isn't it? You know, the, wor the worst thing I would want if I'm suffering with cancer and fucking riddled with it, no fucking hair, less hair than I've got now. Uh, no fucking hair and that, and you just want to fucking see out your days and somebody pops up under your bed with a fucking red nose on. Ah, oh, fuck off. Jesus. It's the last thing you want, a fucking clown popping up every fucking five minutes, just fucking, you know, some student doing a bit of improv in front of you. Fuck that shit. Uh, I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, give me the fucking morphine. I'll have all of it. Thanks a lot. And put myself out of the misery of seeing this fucking improv show in front of me. Um, let's have a little bit of tea. Started off the episode a bit grouchy uh, today, Benny Boy. Um, yeah, so they've lifted the restrictions in the UK of uh, bingo halls and I think um, fucking restaurants and shit. They're talking about giving us like um, a 500 quid voucher. Uh, I think in America, American listeners, you'll be able to tell me this. Didn't you, uh, I think in America, the government over there have given a fucking, a grand or something. Is it, I don't know. This may just be, hey, may just be a bit of fake news on Facebook, money. But giving them a grand or something to get them spending again, get the economy up and running. And they were thinking of doing the same thing here, um, but um, instead of paying it directly into our bank accounts, apparently uh, what they're going to do is give us like a high street voucher um, uh, so we can spend it in the high street where it's more needed, these independent outlets. You know, there's a, re there's a reason why there's only one shop of something. When you say everybody goes like this sort of thing, shopping local. Um, but there's a, re you know, there's a reason why people don't shop local is because most of the stuff in the local shops is a load of shit in it it's just not convenient to fucking once you've parked up in town spent a fucking tenner on parking and then you walk to this local shop where there's an old granny um just sta just standing behind a fucking counter um it's fucking shit that's why nobody shops there. That's why there's not a massive chain of, like, these places, you know. Say what you like about Starbucks or whatever. They may not do the best coffee, but they know how to fucking put a product out there and fucking market it. That's it. Um, I don't know. It's just not as convenient as Amazon, is it? You know, just order off Amazon. Uh, you bring it to me. I don't even want to see your fucking face. That's the good thing about Amazon deliveries now. They just fucking knock your door and then scurry away. You just see the van, like, tearing down the road just in case you might fucking breathe on them. Um, or taking a picture of it at your doorstep. I just need to take a picture of it. I must have fucking flick a book of fucking millions and millions of doorsteps on his fucking phone. <laughs> I don't know. 
But the bingo halls are open. Uh, I don't know why we can't just tell jokes. Um, I don't know what the difference is, really. Uh, really, between... Uh, I mean, a, a lot of people do comedy by numbers anyway. So, uh, oh! Harsh there, Ben. Harsh. Well, you know. We've all got our little things, haven't we? We've all got our little things. Um, also, this week, um, Liverpool uh, became uh, Premier League champions for the first time. So, uh, you know... Like, uh, being a Liverpool fan, I don't talk about this that much, to be perfectly honest, because, like, it becomes a competitive thing, doesn't it? How much of a fan are you of this thing? How much of a fan are you of this thing? You know, and then someone will be, like, because you get those ultra, ultra, ultra fans, don't you? Who are the fucking worst? They're kitted out. You know, they've got a Liverpool duvet, a little Liverpool fucking washcloth. Somebody I used to know said, <laughs> reminds me, somebody I used to work with years ago, um, she went on out, out on a date with somebody else who worked, and um, she uh, she said, uh, when she went into the bathroom to have a piss and that, he had a Liverpool face cloth, Liverpool Football Club face cloth, and um, uh, that's when she knew it wasn't going to work out between them. <laughs> She said it was like walking into a fucking child's bathroom where he's got a fucking... She was expecting to see a fucking little Ian Rush on a fucking, like, uh, and you take his head off and that's your fucking bastards. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, it's amazing, isn't it, what, what things like that could just have, like, one impact on somebody and go, nope, this is not the person for me, baby. Bit more tea there. Right. Um, yeah, we... Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, Liverpool won the Premier League. Uh, I've, I've been a fan since uh, since the 80s, right? Um, because when I was growing up, it was either Liverpool or Man United you supported. That was it, right? Because they were the most successful teams, right? I went Liverpool... Um, because I just couldn't bring myself... I think the kid opposite me, who I never, ever got on with and always thought was a bit of a twat, supported Man United. I think that's where where the, where the devil first got into me about Man United. And um, I've, I don't know. I've just supported them since fucking... It must be like 1980, 81, something like that. I must have been about three or four when I first got my... First Liverpool kit, um, it was the old Crown Paints one uh, with the pinstripe going down and the V-neck. I remember having that kit. Then I had the candy kit with the um, with the white flecks all over it. That was a fucking nice top. That was, and um, and at school, the the thing was at school, um, you could wear like for PE, they'd allow you to where um, uh, it was all red and it, the, the fucking top, the school top that you had to buy because you used to have to get your uniform from a specific shop like in town and they'd like keep all of the uniforms and they'd have your like PE gear and all that sort of shit. And the top was fucking itchy and scratchy. It had a fucking, it was still left like left over from the 70s. They hadn't updated, like, the school PE kit from the 70s. So it was, like, that static 
fucking when it come out of the washing machine like or the tumble dryer or whatever it'd be stuck to something else you'd have to peel it off like that and you'd hear that crackling all the static electricity in it and then you'd be putting it on so like at school they allowed you to wear like whatever red stuff you wanted to wear as long as it was like a football kit or something um and obviously the liverpool home kit's red so i just like wear the liverpool kits all the way through like middle school and stuff like that um that was when i think they never seemed to change their kit every year then they hadn't cottoned on to the fact that if you change your kit every year people fucking would buy it like every year so i think they had the kits for a couple of years i'm sure they did or at least i they never seemed to They'd bring out a second or a third kit, like, in the second year or something, but they'd have kits for, like, two years. They wouldn't, like, change them, like, every fucking, you know, every fucking season like they do at the minute um, to get those big bucks in, baby. Um, but uh, let's have some more tea. Hang on. But, yeah, I'd wear those kits. And uh, I was there in a, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with Liverpool in many respects. Um, uh, I'd never really done that. It breaks my heart as well, being a Liverpool fan, uh, that I've never really done that great in the city of Liverpool gigging. I've done all right. I've got away with it, and I've had fucking nightmares there. Um, but I've never done that fucking great, and it fucking, fucking really annoys me. Where you feel like going, hang on a minute, I've supported this fucking football club for about like almost 40 years now. You know, uh, I remember watching, uh, you know, you remember the horrendous stuff, watching uh, Heysel and, uh, you you know, well, I remember hearing about the Heysel Stadium thing. Um, it was a European game, so, like, uh, it wasn't... Uh, I don't remember watching that, but I remember, I remember watching live the Hillsborough um, when that happened and just being utterly, utterly shocked by it. Um, I forget what what year was that that happened, Hillsborough. Uh, I should know this. Hillsborough. Um, Hillsborough disaster. Date. What date was that? I remember fucking watching it. 1989. So I was like 12 years old. Um, I remember watching that. It was either it was being televised. Um. FA Cup semi-final wasn't it so like it was being televised and I, I I remember being excited to watch the game and um part of the way thinking like they're gonna oh they'll clear this it's fine it's only like first of all everybody thought it was like crowd trouble and shit like that but like uh obviously you know what it turned out to be was something fucking horrendous um but yeah I remember watching all of that I remember that day uh, watching that home on the telly and shit like that, but um, uh, yeah, and and then going through all the years, and then finally, you know, like you'd we'd have a bit of success and shit like that, you know, like in Europe and stuff. But like uh, when the Premier League came around, like uh, you know, not really a sniff of that. Um, but um, it's just uh, yeah, yeah, it's been an exciting week. Uh, I, I, I had, you know, like I've always been sort of like into football and stuff. 
Um, I used to play when I was younger. I used to play uh, until I was like, I remember the last game, the last proper game I ever played because I was playing like Saturdays and Sundays. And um, the last Saturday game, because you'd, you'd probably get a little bit of cash for it and stuff like that, some of the teams I played for. And um, uh, I remember the last game I played like on a Saturday and then I fucked around playing for a, a shitty pub team with my mates and stuff on a Sunday and stuff. And it wasn't really the same and I, di- I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, but I remember the last Saturday game I played, I bust my nose and dislocated like a uh, fucking torn the ligaments in my knee and like dislocated my knee in the same fucking game. I remember like going in for a low header on the first uh, in the first half and somebody's knee coming in and my nose just went bang like that. And then they did the old thing of like, uh, put your head back, which is the worst thing you can do, by the way, because all the blood just goes down the throat. I remember coughing up fucking blood, eventually got my nose to stop bleeding. So they let me get go back on. And then turned in the second half and somebody's knee came in and just took my knee completely out. And I was, that's me done. I think I was about 21, 22 at the time, something like that. And I was like, well, that's me done. I can't, I'm not fucking, you know, I'm not a young whippersnapper anymore playing against fucking, you know, guys who are physically a lot more fit than me. And you just start picking up injuries. And that was my career all over. The dream had gone. That dream of, uh... <laughs> and then I've ploughed that same mentality into stand-up. <laughs> the, amount, the amount of times people have tried to fucking uh, break my nose or would quite happily dislocate my knee uh, when I'm saying stuff on stage. <laughs> oh dear, let's have a bit more tea there. Um, yeah, so, um, so it, it's been quite a good week watching, um, uh, Liverpool actually, uh, be successful in the Premier League. So, um, you know, and it, it always becomes a competitive thing, like between who's the greatest fan and stuff like that. But I've always followed them and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I know you meant to do that thing. I think, uh, Frank Skinner said, like, not to me, but like in his book or whatever, you meant to draw a circle around where you live, and then, like, the first, the closest professional team you're meant to support them. I would love to, but uh, Northampton Town are fucking shit. And when you're a three-, four-year-old child and your hometown are fucking garbage, my hometown, who, like, play literally over the road from where I live, um, in their stadium that is half finished because somebody ran off with like about 10 million pound, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, like I've had like fucking Northampton kits in the past, but that was like, you know, I think that was like, uh, I remember, uh, getting those, those kits, those early kits as well. Even the early Liverpool ones. I remember getting a Northampton kit for, it was the Costain Holmes kit, I think. Because we used to play in the same sort of kit when I used to be a kid. Um, because it was like the team I used to play for was affiliated to Northampton Town. Um, uh, so they were meant to be sort of like the Northampton Town youth side. Um, and it was the same sort of kit. But it was those satiny, those shorts you used to get. Those fucking satiny kind of shorts um, that were like had a sheen on them. That are probably still out there. 
and haven't been, you know, broken down. They're probably sitting in a fucking, you know, uh, a fucking landfill site somewhere. Like, still haven't broken down, not decomposed or anything like that. They had some sort of weird sheen on them. Um, but, yeah, I used to enjoy playing football, definitely. Not in the summer so much because slide tackles and shit, you'd end up with fucking grazes all over your fucking knees and up the side. I've still got I've scars at the top of my thigh, still there from fucking slide tackles I did in, a, uh, in summer on hard ground. And it's still got like scars at the top of the, the top of my leg from those fucking slide tackles and the fucking, you know, the almost like carpet burns sort of like um, grazes that you get like when you sh- when those sheeny shorts would just fucking disappear up your asshole <laughs> when you slid in to do a slide tackle. Fucking hell. Um them were the days, man. But we had some good times. Like, I had some, like, played for some good teams and that sort of thing when I was younger. Going out to Southport. That's another thing up by Liverpool. They used to do a um, national championships every year. So it'd be, like, teams, like, from, like, the best teams from, like, Northamptonshire, like, all over the country, like, London and shit like that. I remember one, I think the last time we went up there when we were 16, I think. I think we were under 16s. And we won that tournament. But uh, I remember watching this team from London. They're from East London. And a lot of them, there was a lot of black guys in the team. But, like, everybody in that team was fucking huge. They were meant to be sort of like, we were thinking, oh, shit, they're our age. They're fu-. And they were fucking amazing. And they were just, like, all of them easily over six foot. And we were, like, under 16, so we were, like, 15 years old or something. And these guys were, like, fucking men. Huge. And it turned out, it turned out that we were under 16s and they were under 15s, so we didn't even play them. But they were, like, fucking huge. We went to see them one day, and they were, like, all of them easily fucking just looked like men. You know, massive fucking thighs on them. Like, one geezer there was, like, fucking... He took off his fucking top, and he was fucking ripped. He had fucking abs like that. I was still, you know, at that age, 15 years old, I was, you know, I didn't even have any bum fluff on my fucking face at that point. I was still sort of, like, you know, laughing at farts and shit like that, and these geezers had, like, fucking 19-year-old girlfriends on the sidelines. <laughs> Pulling up in the fucking cars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we went up there. We used to go up there every year and that. And then the last year I went up there, we won it, which was, like, fucking great. But um, And then that same year, I think we won the league and the cup and, like, the local league and the local cup as well. We had a fucking great team. But, um, uh, yeah, you know, like, it's nice to see uh, Liverpool finally accomplishing um, uh, what they should have done a long time ago. Um, uh, with a fucking amazing season that they've had this year as well. Anyway, that's that. Um, other things, um, talking about the lockdown restrictions earlier, because the weather's been nice this week, everybody has fucking flocked to the beach, man. Um, there was a picture taken. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if you're not from the UK, you probably didn't see this, but it was all in the press and shit like that. Uh, there's a picture been taken of Eastbourne Beach. Now, Eastbourne is like basically, it's like 
the UK's Florida, basically. It's where old people go to die by the sea. I don't know what it is about old people, but they immediately, as soon as they get to a certain age, they want to flock towards the sea and die near, like, salty water. That's what they... And a beach. That's what they want to do. But this beach was fucking rammed. I mean... We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're still in lockdown. Yes, you can play bingo. Probably most people down Eastbourne, you know, most of the locals down there are going to be playing that because that's what old people do, isn't it? They bingo, boiled sweets, and fucking bedpans. That's it. Anything beginning with B, they fucking love. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the beach was fucking... It was rammed. You know what I mean? You know the scene out of Jaws uh, where, like, everyone goes out of the water and he's, like, ringing the fucking bell? It it looked like the complete opposite to that. If you flip that fucking film around, it was like everybody just fucking heading into the water. There was, like, I don't know why people would do that. A, during a pandemic, and B, normally, why would you want... You know, just they look like when you when you just did like a meter square of beach, and then you've got like fucking loads of other fucking families, and it was just absolutely rammed. It looked like when you see these sea lions on a nature program, and they're all just fucking lying around, you know, like soaking in the sun. These fucking walruses in that just, uh, just. It looked like that. It looked like at one point... I watched that documentary where they're fucking trying to climb the cliff to to get a little bit of space and they're all fucking tumbling off the cliff. It looked a little bit like that. It was absolutely fucking rammed. And then the next day, they just shows all the shit. We don't deserve anything. All of the shit that was left there. There was fucking cool boxes, fucking little tents where people have just fucked it off. Oh, I'll use that for a day. It's fine. There's only a pandemic on. Why shouldn't we fuck the fucking Mother Nature as well? <laughs> I don't know, man. People have got no fucking respect at all. People are fucking idiots when it comes to... Uh, when it comes to sorting things out and, like, yes, go and enjoy yourself, but then everyone's like, you know... Everyone woke up that day and thought, I know what I'll do. We'll have a nice relaxing day at the beach. But then it's it's like everything, isn't it? It's fucking ruined everywhere. Like, I, I've got a dream where I'd love to go and live in the fucking Yukon. Right? I'd love to go and live in the fucking Yukon Valley and just hang out, eat some fucking vegetables I've grown, or I might have to eat some fucking salmon, walk around, take a few photos of grizzly bears, write a really fucking interesting diary, hopefully not get my face fucking ripped off, and do that, right? But you can guarantee as soon as you moved there, you'd go out, first day out, go walking out, and there'd be like a plethora of people just fishing there. All right, mate, how you doing? All right, fucking Jesus, this is my dream, guys. You fucking... There's nowhere on this planet where you can go and have a bit of peace at all. Not even the top of Mount Everest. You'd have thought the the most inhospitable fucking area you can think of anywhere on this planet, you guarantee fucking Brenda and fucking Brian are there, fucking with a fucking towel set out. I don't know, man. 
don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. you know, we, people have got no respect for fucking anything these days. Let's have a little bit of tea. That's what, you know, that's why we need to, you know, get off. That's why, that's why I envy these fucking people, these fucking tribes in the wilderness and that sort of thing who have just been completely left alone. You know, no, no shit like that. Nothing like that. They don't wake up every morning and think, oh, I'll have a nice idea. We'll have a little quiet little walk down there. Even if you get out of your car to take a fucking piss in a lay-by. That's one of the things I am not missing, by the way. The only thing I'm not missing about stand-up is pissing in fucking lay-bys. Thank God. I haven't pissed in a fucking lay-by in fucking four months. And it's been a pleasure because as soon as you pull over, you're like, oh, even late at night I've done this. Gone midnight, two, three in the morning. Driving home, oh, God, dying for a piss, pissing, stopping a lay-by. You're stopping a lay-by like that. Nobody about. As soon as you get your cock out and start pissing, another car will pull in like that. Oh, hello, mate. You all right? In your fucking full beam. Have a look at the old chap there. There you go. Or you, or you even, like, get out of the lay-by, go into a fucking field and start pissing. I've done that. And then somebody's walked across the field with their dog. Oh, you know. What are you doing all the way out here walking your fucking dog? Are you looking to be murdered? Is that it? Some sort of suicide pact you and your dog have got? I don't know, people. I don't know. Um, What are we on? (laughs) That was a bit of a sidetrack from loads of people on Eastbourne Beach, wasn't it? Uh, What are we on? We're on 29 minutes, people. Jesus. Um... That is pretty much it, people, uh, for episode uh, 119. Uh, I uh, I hope uh, you are celebrating. Uh, I may even buy myself a Liverpool top. I haven't done that for a few years. Who knows? Collector's items, it, it could well be. There you go. Get on that Ben Wigan Briggs a bye. Uh, that is 30 minutes, people. I oh, know. I oh, know. We haven't covered a lot in this one, but we're doing our best. We're doing our best. Difficult times. Uh, I hope you're all all right out there anyway. I'm just checking uh, checking to see if you're okay. Um, that was episode 119. I will be back. When are we going to be back? Uh, next episode's due Saturday. Could be Monday. We'll get back on track. We'll get back on track at some point, won't we? Come on. Have a little bit of trust, people. Have a little bit of charity about you. Uh, that was episode 119. Have a great weekend, motherfuckers. Uh, and I'll speak to you in a few days. Take care. <laughs>